One bro, speedrunners, noobs, and leads, welcome once again to the Unit Gamer Podcast! So, with me today, XX360 No Scope PC Gamer XX, it's Andy Roberts. Hello. And Nick K fan seventy nine. It's Matt Angel. Hello. And I'm pleased to say, added live from Washington DC, our man overseas is Matt Holland. Hello. Hey, look at that. See, technology Hi. working beautifully. And I think at the I very start of the show, uh, I think we should probably just say that Matt, we might want to call you Scruff for the uh, remainder of this podcast and all future ones. <laughs> probably say. That's probably Otherwise, safe. it's going to get very confusing. I don't mind being called something else. Well, you're sitting right there, so I'm going to call you Matt. Okay, nice. Because I don't have a good nickname for you. Fair enough. Uh, but I think uh, I think that should help. And Matt, because you're on the other side of the world, if you want to say something, just shout at us. Because we're all sitting yeah, that's here. That's what I do when I'm in game with you. It's yeah, usually okay. shouting. And yeah, the la- language is allowed. I'm going to mark the podcast as explicit, so it's not a problem. <laughs> So we're going to start. Okay. We're going to start this week with some with some latest news. I brought three topics to the table, gentlemen. Okay. Three exciting topics. Uh, one of them that we were talking about online the other day. What's going on with this comet in Fortnite? Yeah, Matt, do you, uh, Scruff, rather, do you do you want to kick off with that? Because I think you you read about this one first, didn't you? The comet in Fortnite. Yeah, I just read uh, recently on a couple of different gaming websites where there's a whole lot of speculation about what's happening in Fortnite. They recently did an update. And now when you look up in the sky, and we've spotted it several times in the east when we've been playing, is it looks very much like there's a comet. And a little bit every day, it seems like the comet's just getting a little bit bigger. So there's all sorts of, uh, lack of a better terms, conspiracy theories running around basically trying to, you know, interpret interpret what it means. You know, is, is, is Fortnite going to outer space? Is a comet going to hit? The planet is this going to be some sort of merging of the uh, PVE and PVP world? Um, just you know, there's, there's all sorts of speculation. You know, there's the, the whole bug going on right now where they talk about uh, where you get the random rumbling, um, and I've heard it. You know, is happening. On I haven't control. heard that. Have you not heard, you so heard about the? It's, it's not about hearing. You've you've got vibration functions on your. Uh... On your controller, are you oh, not feeling shit. them every like yeah, two minutes? Yeah, but I didn't know that was what that was. Oh, I assume it's a bug, but, but ah, okay. There are conspiracy theories. I also around. have to admit that when you first started talking about this, when we were street, when we were playing the other day, I thought you talked about a comet in the real world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was, I thought that was like the latest. I was like, shit, I better check. This yeah, out. I think it was very kind of Matt to say that we've all noticed it. We none of us noticed it until Matt said, "There's a comet in the sky. Have a look." And it took me about two minutes to find it, even then when he was giving me like map directions. So, um, but it is interesting. There, so uh, one of one of the kind of the theories going on is that, um, and again, this is all speculation online, but um, that the, the 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 comet is going to come in and wipe out tilted towers. Because there's all the rumours that the Epic, along with lots of other people who play the game, aren't a big fan of Tilted Towers because it hooves up too many people at the start of a game uh, and it makes the rest of the map a little bit sparse so there's not enough action right. going on out there. So there's conspiracies out there that they're going to use it to wipe out Tilted Towers uh, to make the game oh, a little yeah. bit more even. So what what I, I saw today... Is that it, could also be, uh, it could be Tomato Town too. 
Oh no! No town because it's kind of useless. Nobody really goes there because there's hey. not a whole lot there. Hey. This would open up what it could be. So that's your favorite spot. They cannot kill yeah. tomorrow. If, if that goes, I'm out. But <laughs> the the main thing with the that made me laugh with the tilted towers theory was that someone put up a YouTube video earlier today where they were saying if the comet's got the accuracy of most of the weapons. And they just showed the map, and it was just tilted towers left. Everything else was destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Well, it'll be interesting to see. I, I guess there's been no information from Epic as to what it is. Uh, no, no, no. They, 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 they're loving it, though, aren't they? They're loving all the conspiracies yeah, no and they're already talking about the game. And, and you know, and you know, probably an, an incredible piece of marketing on their behalf to do that. Um, yeah, quite. What I've seen from them is that they have responded to a tweet with, and I don't remember the guy's name, but the guy who's basically from the History Channel who was like, aliens. Oh, that guy, They've yeah, shown, like, he's great. That, that's been their response is they just showed a meme <laughs> reply to a Twitter post with that, with nice. just the aliens guy. Oh, man, they must be absolutely loving anything. this. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, definitely. Do you reckon they'll ever convince me to pay my five ninety nine? <laughs> possibly, possibly not. But then, you know, they're probably doing okay without you. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure they are. So, yeah, so that's, that's going to be interesting. We'll see what comes up with that, and we'll probably talk about that next time. So there might be some more news. The other thing that I found interesting this week was uh, some stuff about Sea of Thieves. We've been kind of out of the loop on this, having not, not been Xbox people. Uh, but Sea of Thieves is out and everybody's having a bit of a moan about it, saying it's actually really, really cool, but there's not enough content in there. But the most interesting thing for me is that it's part of this Xbox uh, subservice, uh, Game Pass, okay, where you yeah, can pay yeah. a monthly sub to get your games. And Sea of Thieves, a brand new title, was included in the Game Pass, which I think is actually pretty cool it's right, exclusively in the game pass or as a you know as well as being able to as well as being as available as a full price game yeah. you get it much cheaper if it's the if it's the game price uh i think it's the equivalent of like 17.99 or something as opposed to a full price yeah there's actually a loophole where you can put where you can get a free uh like three week pass or whatever on game pass download the game and play it and everyone's saying that that's enough time to see all the content yeah. in the game okay. <laughs> so that's a bit of a miss uh, missed opportunity but yeah but I don't know if you guys would be up for a for a sub service like that. Do you know what? I've, I've, I've looked at that before because um, um, PlayStation uh, Sony uh, had had a had a go at like re-advertising that they 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 chucked it up into my little kind of game feed thing across the yeah. top recently. Obviously, having a, they did some special offer or something like that. But um, I mean, I I just. I, I'm a sucker, which is why I'm tr- going to try and avoid doing it. I'm a sucker for something where you where you pay a subscription to because you think you're getting good value. For example, I'm paying 17 quid a month uh, at the moment for an unlimited cinema pass. Yeah. Um, on the basis that, well, if I get to see two months or uh, two cinemas, two films a, a month, I'm I'm making my money back. Sure. I haven't been for like six months. It's a complete waste <laughs> of money. But because they've locked you into a year subscription, I'm paying it now until yeah. August. I've I've got a worse one. I'm paying 17 pounds a month for a uh, internet net dongle to go on my pc i haven't used it in a year and a half okay yeah that's not great i'm paying ten dollars a month for a gym membership couldn't tell you the last time i've been <laughs> so all of those are reasons why i'm yeah this is not for me i mean i i also and this is something we touched on a little bit last week in the podcast is that is that i i tend to focus very heavily on one game or maybe two games at a time and then having like a monthly subscription where you've got like however many games available to you i'm just not i'm just not going to chop and change between games enough to, to warrant it i don't think yeah i think that's my biggest issue 
with it. It's like, I'm, I'm never going to, I'm going to pay my sub and then play one game for six months, <laughs> probably. So I don't know if it's going to work out. But yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting PS4, idea. There's no point for me to get the Xbox Game Pass right now. I've still got my Xbox One, but it's basically just kind of been sitting there gathering dust. So for me, it's just, there's no point. As much as I'd like to go back and play some old games, maybe on the Xbox, there's just not a whole lot that I'm really itching to play right now. So I'm I'm pretty happy with my PS4 right now. Now, if PlayStation came out with something like that, I might be jumping on board. But I'm not a huge fan of the PSN now, where it's basically you're streaming a game, and that kind of requires you to always be connected to the internet. Yeah, I like the PS Plus thing because some of those games are pretty are pretty good. And it seems like you're you're going to pay your PS Plus anyway to play online, so getting some free games is pretty pretty sweet. But yeah, although I'll be honest, I've not there aren't many of the PS Plus games that I've played for much more than a, you know. I download every single one of them and never play any of them. Yeah, the last the last one I had to go on was the, the was, I can't, it was the last Just Cause one I think, which again I the same same issue. I've got a lot with these open world games. Got a couple of hours out of it and just got bored in the end. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. So who knows what's going to happen with that. But the most interesting thing of the week was, for me, that Monolith uh, decided to remove the loot boxes from Shadow of War. Well, congratulations. <laughs> six months, Maybe I'll play it six now. months after the game was released. Well, exactly. Like The only reason they're doing this is because they've sold all the copies they expect to sell of the game, right? Yeah, that's the only reason. My laziness has paid off. So I was I was outraged. I I pre-ordered it and I was outraged by all the reviews or everything that was telling me about loot boxes, about the fact that there was a certain element of the game where where it was almost pay to win. And I cancelled my order, but it had already been dispatched. So I got my copy and I thought, right, well, I'll send that back. And I was just too lazy and I missed the, the sending back. So I, I got lumbered with it. It's still sat there in shrink wrap, and I was I, every time I thought I'll play that, I just get angry about the loot box situation. <laughs> and now that I've heard this news, I can finally play this game without any form of guilt that I've gone back on my my. Granted, they have my money anyway, so so they they haven't lost out because of my rage. But I, I felt like I'd won some sort of ethical conundrum. Oh, good and, for you, yeah. <laughs> in substance, basically, right? they knew <laughs> they knew that my copy was in shrink wrap, and I wasn't going to play it until they sorted their <laughs> shit out. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I'm 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 the same as Scruff on it. Uh, I you know potentially go in and have a look at that game now. I'm 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 doing my damnedest to take a, a proper principle stance against this kind of. I mean, I didn't I didn't buy and actually won't buy um, uh, Battlefield no Battlefront. Battlefront thank you too. Yeah. Um, just for just for that reason, you know, the, these people need to take a proper kicking for this. Um, it's 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 as much about the and and actually I think. Well, whilst I'm okay with it to a degree with uh, with Overwatch because it is it's just cosmetic and it's yeah. a bit of fun. It is still technically it's still technically promoting gambling to people who are under eighteen because yeah. it is essentially yes. essentially a form of gambling. And um, whilst in Overwatch and in, in, in games like that, it's it's it is it's just a bit of fun. There's there's more in, in incentive to do it in other games like Battlefront and, and stuff like that where which is just insidious it's horrible and it just needs to stop. Yeah. Uh, Battlefront two especially was the worst because I played the beta of that and bearing in mind the beta had been open for a day and there were already people who were flying around with rocket launchers that could effectively one shot you and you're going in going well what I'd need to do for that is just spend a load of money. Yeah. And then suddenly you're, you're up at that same level. It's, yeah. Your progression was tied directly yeah. 
to the amount of money that you were able to Whereas spend. what Fortnite and Overwatch have both done is that they've gone, it's all cosmetic. So in order to get better at the game, you need to get better at the game. Or like, like me, you just become brilliant and sit back there with your free version of the game, yeah. enjoying, you know, a, a, a worry-free... We've cost-free all, experience. We've all got a free version of the game side. <laughs> that is true. Just some of us have put more money into it. Yeah, and some of us have got more premium skins on our characters than you. <laughs> that is true. I'm on the very Brexit-level skins. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pleased that they've got rid of these loot boxes, to be honest. But when I played Shadow, Shadow of War, I actually really, really liked the game. And what helped was that I was able to go online and look up exactly like where the bit hits that you have to start buying loot boxes because there's a sort of false ending to the game. And if you reach that false ending and you know that's what it is, you can literally stop playing the game. Just treat that as the ending. And I went online and I watched a YouTube clip of the actual ending ending. And it's just like a a three-minute cutscene that you get in the end of the game. And apparently the grind between those two things is like hundreds of hours, which is ridiculous. It's interesting because my, my when I was telling my team that I, I didn't want to like play this because of the loot boxes, uh, one of them had already played it and he just went, don't worry, you're not going to get to that point because he knows that I will give up on a game after about 15 hours usually. <laughs> yeah. And he just went, don't worry about it. You're not going to hit the yeah, paywall. It's not an issue you're going to have to deal with. But it was the principle. But Quite. I, I enjoyed the heck out of the first one that you know ended up playing probably a good 40 hours of it, but there just wasn't enough different that I was hearing about you know the sequel that made it worthwhile for me to want to go out, pay full price, and then on top of that, pay you know these for these loot boxes at the end just so that I could see what you know the developers were considering the true ending of the game. So yeah, now I'm 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 more involved or I'm more engaged and I'm interested in giving it a shot. So we'll yeah. see what happens. Indeed, it's definitely worth playing. The the, the gameplay loop and the actual gameplay in it is actually really satisfying, just like the first one. It's really cool. Okay. So yeah, so that's the news. Anybody else bringing any news to the table? Uh, I don't think so. I'm just going to open up a little app on my phone. Oh, I, I made notes. You've got notes. That's very professional. But I don't think any of them actually go in the news section, making this, rendering this entirely <laughs> unprofessional. <laughs> no, we're good. we're good. No, we're good. We're okay, are we? Well, I, I will mention that the uh, the closed beta for Magic: The Gathering Arena started oh, this here week. We go. Well, I've, I've got to touch on this because I'm I'm a bit miffed because I want to play it and I can't because Wizards of the Coast haven't sent me a beta code. And it's very annoying. Um, but for me, I'm waiting for that to come out. It, I'm Hearthstone has died for me. I have put thousands of hours into Hearthstone, way more than I put into Overwatch. Um, but it's 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 pretty much dead for me now. And I'm waiting for that next level, which is going to be Magic: The Gathering Arena. So what happened? There was another. There was another uh, card collecting game that was out. There's quite there's quite a few of them. Uh, Shadowverse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they're all just pretty much Hearthstone clones. That's all they are. Whereas Magic the Gathering has something different about it. Um, It's obviously got a huge amount of cards that it can call on. Um, Are the the boxes going to be like real Magic the Gathering where you have to pay like six quid for a box of a few cards? I don't think they're going to be as expensive as actual Magic the Gathering, but it's going to have the same sort of money input as Hearthstone, I would imagine. But I'm willing to do that because if I'm bailing out of Hearthstone... I'm, I'm going to be doing that. The trouble you've is, you put a lot of effort into Hearthstone. To be fair, you've been on that train for three, three years. I was I, I was on the beta for that, so yeah. um, I've been playing that for many many years, probably about four years. And you can have a coin for that. There are certain days, certain weekends where I've just played it from nine to five every day, like a job. <laughs> um, 
And it's been that a sounds one- like Andy's kind of hell. It's been a wonderful yeah. game, but there has been a huge amount of money I've had to put. put I, I tend to put for every expansion about forty or fifty quid in. So um, job that you pay for. I'm. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the worst kind of job. It's the best job ever. <laughs> I pay them, and I have. But um, it has gotten to the point where it's it's become stagnant, and I don't think any expansions can save it. So whereas Magic the Gathering has the, those different sort of feelings the different gameplay that i'm willing to go go down that rabbit hole and there's there's also the other problem with hearthstone is that is that 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 chap with a really annoying accent the bad accent who greets you every time you turn hello i just i I mean pull up a chair it's just bad he's like he's like the innkeeper andy don't speak ill of him I mean, I, I, I quite enjoyed I quite enjoyed that game, but I I, yeah, I found it too difficult. He's just like a knockoff Gimli, isn't he? That's what he's going he is, for. Isn't he it? is. That's right. Yeah. Oh well. He's doing it badly. <laughs> but I do want my beta code, Wizards of Coast. All I right. want I want my beta code. All right. If you if you if you share this podcast enough, maybe someone will give you one. Eh? I'd like that. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of uh, of the news. Unless unless Scruff, you've got anything for us over there. No, I was just going to ask how you guys are feeling about. I, I know you. We haven't been playing Overwatch as much, but how are you feeling about Brigitte on there? Ah, well, we've got a whole section dedicated at the end of the pod, so we're going to talk about oh, Overwatch later guy. because I think we did play the other day, and not to ruin that chat at the end, but we did play the other day and really enjoyed it. Having not played for a while, the Fortnite service kicked us off. We went back on. It was actually really good fun. So there might be more Overwatch on the cards not to make a pun about fucking Hearthstone (laughs) I give myself a coin and a power up for that I point out that Hearthstone is a World of Warcraft uh, card game rather than an Overwatch one yeah alright get this enough the only other thing I was going to bring up is super excited to play sorry super excited to play uh, A Way Out at some point with Andy yes oh yeah so I'll download that yeah sorry go on Matt sorry Oh, I was just gonna say, I'm looking forward to it. It sounds like a super, you know, interesting way to do a co-op game, and you know, maybe we could end up streaming it. And yeah, uh, yeah, that's not a bad least. idea actually, because the because literally my only knowledge of it um, is is how you've pitched it to me, and and seeing like a like a like an image, a still image of somebody like giving somebody a leg up onto Earth, and it and it kind of put me in the mind of uh, of Ico. Where you you but it's like a one, oh, yeah. one player thing where you're kind of trying to help the other person around like the little shadowy thing, um, yeah. So no, I'm looking forward to that. Proper co-op. Did any of you ever play the studio's last game? I think it was Brothers. Is the name of it? No, Brothers but that Taylor was a similar times. co-op thing, wasn't it? I didn't play it, but I watched a lot of streams of it, and it seemed really interesting. But I I just didn't. It was couch co-op only, wasn't it? Or am I imagining um, that? I think- I think it was couch co-op, but okay. but it, you could. It was also a single player too, yeah. to where basically you could can switch off which one of the brothers you were controlling at any time, and the other one would just the AI would automatically yeah. just follow you around. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. I downloaded it as well, so hopefully we'll all get a chance to play it. it seems pretty cool. I haven't downloaded it, but it's probably not my sort of game. But <laughs> oh, oh, well, and on that bombshell, Matt. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we'll 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 move into the next part of the show, and this background music reminds you all that it's time for the weekly quiz now i made a note because basically last week i got one fundamental thing wrong i told you i was going to ask you questions there's no questions no 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 statements yeah i'm 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 giving you clues well there is one question which is what is this game that's true it's there's one question with one answer but i'm going to give you lots of clues so matt you're going to have to shout extra loud all the way from from dc 
but when you uh, when you think you have an answer, just shout stop, and I'll bring you in. Right. Ready to go. You ready, boys? Yeah. Matt, yeah. Matt's like got his notebook out. I love how professional he is. This I'm a bit nervous, I'm be honest. Yeah, you got last week, didn't you? So yeah. pressure's on. You're one nil up, and I'm coming for you like a badger. <laughs> right, here we go. I'm scared of badgers. Released in 1995 on MS DOS and PlayStation. Zork. 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 No. Stop. Yeah. Prince of Persia. Is not not correct. Okay. Next clue. The dev team Reflections Interactive used simulated physics in the game, which apparently, without this tech, would have been unplayable. I don't know. No? Okay. No. Matt's looking at me Simulated like physics. Yeah. Matt's looking at me like I'm trying to fool him in some way. You clearly are. Okay, clue three. There were four main games in the series, with the last one released in 2004. So toughy, this one. Yeah. So what were, the, what were the formats initially? DOS and... MS DOS and PlayStation. PlayStation. Oh, okay. Right, clue number four. The last two games in the series were subtitled Raw and Arenas. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Oh. We're starting people are starting to get annoyed with themselves, which is good. I, I just want to point out that we have no idea whether Matt is using Google right now. That is true. Don't use Google, <laughs> Scruff. I'm not cheating, I swear. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to pop up with the perfect answer. Okay, question, uh, clue number five. She still said it. You can play this game on System Link with your PlayStation and destroying your friend's car was extremely satisfying. Game. I have no idea. Stop. Yes. Destruction done. Is it correct? I'd forgotten all about that game. Very nice. Man, that was amazing. Yeah. I have never heard of this game. You've never heard of Destruction Derby? Okay, good. I thought it was just... No, no. This appears that this is a game that Andy and Cy made up when they were younger. And uh, (laughs) Hey, we're all about the same age. This was a a pretty big game. Yeah, you're right. And it was was a massive massive PS1 game, wasn't it? It was, yeah, yeah. I'd completely forgotten about about that game. Totally. I'm starting to think this is a fix. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seriously never heard of Destruction? Never. Never, ever. Unbelievable. Scruff, did that not make it over there? don't remember it at all but oh. that doesn't mean anything so basically you had uh it, rather than having racetracks there was just an enormous like arena sized bowl and you would drive these stock cars around and smash into each other and the objective was to destroy people's cars rather than to win a race but it had all these like funky physics in it so all the cars were like crushing up and bending metal that you've never really seen before in that type of game it was pretty sweet 
Yeah, big man. game over here. I just did not give two craps about it because it's a driving game. I don't well, care. <laughs> Five's going to be real interesting this week. Spoiler alert. Uh, well, you see, you could have also been really clever and got a tip from our top five, which is coming later on. Are they always going to be associated with the top five? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, well, excellent. Well done, Andy, yet again. Oh, man, I found better at this game than I thought it was going to be. 2 nil nil. Matt looks genuinely pissed off. This this is a clear <laughs> breach of trust. I, I am I am unhappy with, with this, and I think we need independent adjudicators to oh pick God. this. Oh, God, it's hard enough to get the four of us together, let alone an independent adjudicator. <laughs> All it would involve is you texting someone going, is this a game that most people would have heard of? <laughs> Not just something that me and Andy used to play on our own, and we were the only two people who bought it. All right, that was a long, about long time, long time before I ever met Sai. Exactly, yeah, this is going way back. But then, when you met him, he told you about this game called Destruction Darby <laughs> that you should play. It is a cunning ruse, my friends. Well, now we're in, now we're into the meat of the show. Uh, I'm going to pose a question to everybody: What have you been playing? Uh, let's start with let's start with uh, Matt Angel. Uh, I have been playing, refreshing my spam inbox, waiting for my Wizards of the Coast invite to the <laughs> uh, Magic the Gathering Arena beta. But it hasn't been coming up. It hasn't, and I'm very sad about so it. It's a cookie clicker game that never ends. Yeah, I basically refresh. It's not there. Refresh. It's not there. Refresh. Some 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 spam bot is in there, and then it's it's very disappointing. Other than that, I've just been playing Fortnite. Um, although I did re-download. Um, Starcraft 2 because I watched a huge stream on Starcraft 2 and every time I watch someone play Starcraft I'm amazed by them I then download it I then try and play it and I'm terrible at it and I delete it that's the RTS right yeah Okay. It's the Blizzard RTS. Play so. a single player on easy, and then that way you don't have to deal with other people. That is what I've done, and I yeah. can't get past the third mission. <laughs> That's I am very, so very bad at RTSs. You get a Mario death. Um, I've, I've, uh, I very briefly have uh, revisited Gang Beasts. Oh, yes. um, now, uh, so uh, my girlfriend's got uh, two kids, uh, eight years, eight years eight years old and 10 years old. Um, and these guys are really into like YouTubers and stuff. One of the YouTubers, they, um, they watch is a guy called Dan TDM, who is apparently just playing Fortnite at the moment. Um, but he was, he was a big advocate of, of gang beasts when it came out and they came over to my place, uh, the other, the other day. Um, and they knew I had a copy of gang beasts. So they, they were really pumped to play it because all they've ever seen is this guy just what they just watched him play it. So they, so I set it back up. I hadn't played it since I actually hadn't played it with anybody since we played it. However long ago around here. Yeah. Um, but I set them up on it and do you remember how much fun we had and how much laughing we were doing like that? These kids, were in absolute hysterics throughout the entire thing. They were loving it, and 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 it's it's amazing that a game is managed to capture the imaginations and the enjoyment of people of, of people of such wildly different age groups like that. It's amazing. I I downloaded it when it came out on PS4 because we we played it on PC, didn't we? And we yeah. had a great laugh it was really buggy when it first came it out it was PS4. really buggy well no even on ps4 the, the servers were not stable it was it was yeah. not the game that was buggy at that point it was the servers i was getting kicked off left right and center um but there were times where kelly would come upstairs and i would just be in fits of giggles playing it against strangers i would just be in fits of giggles because 
something hilarious had just happened. Did you play? And you played the online though. I played with it online. Uh, it, well, you can't play it on it on your own. It's it's, it's well true. It, yeah. So it, it was so much fun though. It really yeah, it's really good fun. They've actually now got a um, they call it waves. So they've got like a, a like a single player mode that you can do where you just get loads of bad guys come along and you've got to chuck them off the edge. Yes. Um, so you can now play locally on your own, but it's it's not great. Um, but but yeah, just but we just play couch co op. Um, yeah, when we all played on the couch, that was absolutely brilliant i could barely breathe from laughing it most of the time fucking, uh, <laughs> it's little things in that game it's the animations uh and it's the kind of weirdness of the control and it, the fact that you can play it for a long time but still feel like you don't know how it works it's you know? just the absolute joy of when you you land a punch and it makes that huge thwack and the <laughs> other player just crumples to the floor it's, it's yeah. just so funny it, it really is very very good we're gonna have to get back on that again because we haven't played it for a well, while we can do it online now i've got it on ps4 to... yeah. yeah yeah let's do that yeah that is that is very good it's a good idea uh I, i've been playing far cry 5 now, how is that? Because I, because I, 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 I played four. There's the first one I played, and I and I enjoyed it to a point. Got a bit bored, I'll be honest. Yeah. But part of the fact that I didn't like it is, is that I found it. I found it difficult to kind of to relate to any of the people going. The, 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 not that I'm going to relate to the one the people in Far Cry Five, but but it's it's stuff. It's the kind of thing that's in like movies and stuff. It's scruff, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. This is more for me, I think. <laughs> but it's, but, but it's kind of, it's, it's more familiar territory, you know. Um, and I just, um, I, I do wonder if it, it might be worth a go. If this game had come out like a couple of years ago, or sometime when they hadn't been releasing like ten different types of Far Cry games, everybody would be saying this game is fucking amazing. But because now the whole Far Cry like formula has been done to death, and the fact that Ubisoft are doing the same formula on every single one of their other games, mm-hmm. it kind of it kind of like just dilutes it a little bit. But the 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 general gameplay loop is really really fun, just like it always is with those things. You you have a big map full of stuff to do. You go around this beautiful looking landscape, uh, shooting fellas in the face. Uh, and the baddies are always painted to be these absolutely horrific people, so you feel no guilt whatsoever running around and causing all kinds of trouble. Um, and it's got the standard, you know, upgrades and perks and things, and it constantly rewards you just enough to keep you interested in playing, which is really good. But my favourite part of the game is just wandering around the landscape. I actually preferred it once I'd cleared out one area because I could walk around and not be, like, harassed by baddies. I was going to ask you about that because all the videos I've seen, it's just intense. It, like, people just turn up yeah. left, right, centre. And part of what I enjoy about open world games is, is sometimes the silence between the, the stressful parts. And yes. it's all of the videos and gameplay that I've watched of Far Cry 5, it didn't seem like there was any of that. It, yeah, it once you clear like an area intense. out, you could do that. Okay. What was great for that was, was Assassin's Creed Origins because it was such a beautiful game. And you were not harassed. You could really just ride. And I remember at one point, I think John was sitting downstairs and I was just playing it and we were in Alexandria or something. And over in the distance, you could see the pyramids. And I was like, I could just, I could just get on my, uh, my horse and ride to the pyramids. But then it took you out of the game and you went to an office block where you had to type <laughs> in several code, uh, lines of code for four hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one damn drawback with Assassin's Creed. But yeah, uh, Far Cry 5 is pretty good. It's pretty good, and it'll keep me going on single player just as something else to play, but it is exactly the same as every other Far Cry. And my biggest gripe with it is that you've, and I don't think we've had this for a long time, but it's got a silent protagonist. So 
you don't really know anything about your guy. You're just like a camera with a gun. Yeah, that was that was the case in in four as well. Like all the all the people talking to you, but you just they're, they're like dumb and just no response whatsoever. And it's yeah, it's a bit weird. Yeah, I'm not into that really. I'd like the characters to have some kind of background so that you feel like your 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 avatar like has some agency. Because otherwise, all you're doing is clearing icons off. I the don't map. think that's an issue with being silent. I think that's an issue with with storytelling. Yes, absolutely. Because uh, yeah. you look at Skyrim. Skyrim had a silent protagonist, but Hosrodah. But effectively, he you, wasn't you silent. Had, you, you had he a, was literally shouting. That's the whole point of the game. The shouts were clearly not proper <laughs> shouts. They were dragon shouts, Simon. But they built such a backstory around your character, and you could be that character. You could you could develop that with Far Cry Five. It's like it, you're you are what gun you've picked up. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I was just I was having a bit of a moment there, and I've now remembered. There's one game where where it, it demonstrates that actually having having vocals on your character is not necessarily the best thing. If you and, say demolition derby, I'm coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you just blast the horn on that. No, it's um it, Fallout Four. The, the 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 playing as the male character in that he is the, the the voice acting of that. There is absolutely zero charisma in that whatsoever to the point where it really 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 grated on me i absolutely hated it it was it was so bland and, and, and dismal which was really disappointing because far cry 3 had a really good story with an interesting character and like everybody in 3 was actually quite well characterized you gave a shit about it so i don't know why they've gone back to that with but, I mean, well, I think I just and this is just just echoing what you were saying, and I was just kind of emphasizing what Scruff was saying earlier about Shadows of War is, is the fact that the 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 variety in in game after game of these over open world games is just not good enough. It's the same with all the Just Cause games are all absolutely identical to each other. The Far Cry games are all identical to each other. They just dress them up differently. I feel I feel that Ubisoft made a bit of an effort with the. Um, Assassin's Creed games in that respect, in that they they've tried to change the worlds or like the, the the dynamic of it by putting like boats in it and stuff like that a yeah. little bit. Um, but they've had a go at that, but even so, the gameplay is still too samey, which is one of the reasons why um, I always go back to Grand Theft Auto because they put so much time, thought, effort, and energy into the characterizations, the story, and also the worlds because they keep going. hey it's roman let's go bowling exactly yeah. and they go back to, they Every go back to this five fucking seconds they go back to the same the same locations all the time um but they've put so much real stuff in there and so much variety in the open world thing that you just don't get in in other open world games 100 percent agree yeah well hopefully one of you will will pick up Far Cry Five because the co-op looks quite good. I almost did it last week, I, mm. I, but then I realised I would just be buying it to play a co-op with you, and I'm I'm not paying fifty quid for that side. Huh. I, well, I, I apologise. Scruff, um, I thought you were up for it, weren't you? Uh, I mean, uh, for me, it's been kind of all over the place. I've recently finished uh, knocking out. You're always going to find with me that I'm always about you know three four years behind on the greatest and latest games because that's just how bad my backlog is. So I recently just finished. Final Fantasy 15 um, oh, yeah. with the whole main story of that and really overall enjoyed the heck out of it except for there's a point yeah you hear about 
you've, if you read any of the reviews, the reviews talk about about how about two thirds of the way of the game, it, it all of a sudden goes from being this big, expansive open world where you can kind of you know tackle quests to your at your leisure, to all of a sudden kind of funneling you down this one single path. And from there, the story kind of goes a bit off the rails. But overall, you know, by the time I hit the end of it, I still enjoyed it. I'm probably going to go back and play some of the DLC, and we'll. Just uh, Is that see a how I'm classic that. thing with 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 Final Fantasy games where there's like a section where you just have to grind. Uh, sort of. In in terms of, I was going to ask Matt, Matt about that because I played 15. I really enjoyed it, but I I, I gave up after 15 hours. I'm, I'm just like I I did my usual thing where I got a bit bored. Um, but that sounds like the opposite of was it 13 where it had a, was the opposite. Yeah, had 13 a was really much linear, re- linear for right up, and then it time. opened up. So it, it's interesting that they've gone, oh, let's give everyone the open world first and then make them do the boring funnel mission later. So It was also the same way to me, as far as I'm concerned. You basically were being sent from point to point to point. They didn't really want you to go backwards if you... yeah. To avoid it but they didn't i don't think they stopped you as much as they did in 13 they did but start in, warning you didn't they that, that you, if you leave here you may not be able to come back and i'm like well i'm not leaving then i'm never leaving here this is quite yeah, nice. yeah. <laughs> every, every time i would enter a new chapter or accept one of the main storyline quests it would say you know you're not going to be able to come back here for a while and then there came a point where you never went back and if you wanted to go back to the open world you ended up having to air quote go into the past because the things you were doing at that point just didn't work. So you were going into the past to finish up all these <laughs> missions that before, but you'd still be wearing the same outfits and things that you picked up four chapters later. But hey, whatever, just roll with it. This sounds like like a metaphor for life. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's what it is? You can't go back. You can't reclaim oh. that youth. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting a bit deep it's not for my liking. <laughs> So now that I'm done with that, I've kind of been all over the place. Uh, as you guys know, I, I sing with the chorus, and we just got back from a four-day bus tour. So I had a lot of time with my PlayStation Vita, which I hadn't played in a long time. A so I've, Vita? Uh, Good for you. No, right? I actually have one, and I enjoy it. You get power, power up, actually. Hey, I've got a <laughs> <laughs> for Vita ownership. I've got a PS Vita as well. Oh, you can as well. Uh, Thank you. I don't. <laughs> you good. Demolition uh, Derby. If you've ever played that one on the Vita, it's basically this game where it's a first-person game. Sorry, what was it, Matt? Severed. Severed. Ah, Um, It's it's a first-person game where you wake up in this mysterious world and your family is gone and you don't know where they are and one of your arms has been cut off and this monster appears out of nowhere and I know, right? It's pretty (laughs) ghastly. Dark. They give you a, the, the, the monster appears out of nowhere and says, here's a sword, go rescue your family. Sure, I haven't beaten the game yet. I'm not quite sure I trust this monster's intentions. He looks kind of sinister. He looks kind of sketchy. <laughs> um, but you go around and you encounter these other monsters as you're exploring these dungeons. And you use your finger on the screen because it's a touch screen. And you basically are swiping back and forth. And you have to do these very precise strikes on these monsters to take them out. Um, it, it's actually a lot of fun, and it's really kind of ingenious the way they use the touchscreen. So I've really been yeah, enjoying playing that. That sounds cool. That's one thing that the Vita was actually quite clever with was the use of all the different bits of technology on it. Because didn't it have Another, a touchpad on the back? Yes, as the well. Worst implemented they did, they did. version of the R two and L two buttons on a PlayStation uh, controller. Oh yeah, you had to reach around the back and sort of the tap back thing The way was ever useful for me was the game Tearaway. Yes, and they actually used it there, where you basically were using it to punch up into the game world. That's pretty so cool. Would, 
the way that yeah, I hold, otherwise I've never had, you know, the, where I've enjoyed the back screen otherwise. The way that I hold a PS Vita instantly touches the back of the screen. So if you've got that as <laughs> as a button, it's horrific yeah. for me. So it's not quite as uncomfortable to hold as as a Switch, but it, it at least the Switch doesn't play the game when you're resting it on your knees or anything like that. You so. know what? I haven't touched my Switch for ages. I I I I was I I played so much Zelda, and then I I bought uh, Mario, but I haven't even started up. Haven't even played it. It's very easy. Uh, yeah, you it's said that. It's too easy. It's really interesting actually because we came down, sat down because we watched a, a game of first half of a game of football before we started doing this, um, and I saw your Switch there. It was actually the first Switch I've seen in the flesh, and and I was going Ooh. to get my hands on it, but I, I, I didn't. You yeah, could just pick too, it up and play it, man. Too, that's that's was, the beauty of the Switch. I was too scared. <laughs> you you need to hold it to realize how uncomfortable that console is to hold as a, as a handheld console for long periods of time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like but it is a thing of beauty, like the hardware. Like I love it. Like I remember getting out of the box and firing it up, and you're like, "Oh, this is some cool shit." Yeah, it should be for a 750 pound game of Zelda or whatever. Yeah, I agree. Come on, now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm excited by some of the games that are coming out, but it's it's a very uncomfortable handheld console. I don't think the graphics are as good as they sh- could be. Um, oh, but you're it's a tough man to please. I, I own one. I like it. I like it. I do. But I think it's it's. It's overrated a little bit. But. You mean you didn't like one two switch? I haven't played it. <laughs> I'm not paying a fi- I'm not paying fifty pounds for what should have been included. You in don't the want box. to get the uh, what's the one with the cardboard stuff? Labo. Uh, I think not. It's not for me, but I actually think that looks pretty cool. I might get it for my nephew because I think that would I've, actually be. Pretty I've pre-ordered awesome. it. Have you? But I might cancel my pre-order because now I'm thinking. Oh, I gave I'm you. Go- I gave you a fucking coin and then you pulled it back. I'm, I'm stuck. <laughs> I'm getting pre-order remorse because I was so excited with what they were planning to do with it that I realised that I was paying fifty pounds for what was some cardboard. But um, well, yeah, but there's a game with it as well, though. I mean, yeah, you are, yeah, you are paying, it's not just it, the cardboard. Doesn't it joint. fill you with childlike wonderment? It does, but at some point Kelly's going to go. Is that going in the recycling? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't quite come to some yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't got a lot of room to put a, a cardboard piano in our house. Oh. Well, we'll see. I like the idea of Labo. I think I'd like to play with someone else's. If, um... I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what, if I haven't cancelled, if I cancel my pre order, I'm not going to put a new order on. Right. If I haven't cancelled it, I'll leave it on there. Yay! Yeah, you see, get them on back. We've now got uh, yeah. uh, Schrodinger's. Uh, Shrouding his labo. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Both exist and doesn't exist. Uh yeah, so right, well we're we're deep in it now, boys. We need to get to the game we've all been playing. So what's the latest on Fortnite? We've been doing rather well, haven't we? I think we turned the corner, perhaps. We have, yeah, we've picked up some wins and stuff now, haven't we? Um one of the things I actually wanted to talk about though is uh is they this this new um vending machine that they've put into the game. So apparently there is now an update that's actually out. Um, and so sporadically put across the map, there are vending machines all over the place where you can trade your your harvested materials for, for weapons. Um, I don't know how many locations that these vending machines appear at yet. Um, so people listening to this will probably have an advantage on this because they probably actually have, have, have played played it by now. But So what, what are your thoughts, guys? Because we were initially sceptical about this idea, weren't we, Matt? I'm still sceptical. I, although Fortnite, none of their updates have, have worried me. So in terms of the way that they've done it, they've been a bit like Blizzard where they, they seem quite well thought out. Um, 
Plus, if it doesn't work, they'll almost instantly back it out within a week anyway. But um, my concern is if those are always in the same location, you might end up with a Tilted Towers problem. Or, well, the problem that doesn't exist with Tilted Towers, but theoretically could do, which is where if if there is always a vending machine in a certain place, you can go to that place, quite easily harvest, say, 500 wood and get a rocket launcher every single time. But I, I but the, the, the weapons are actually going to be available and the rarity of those weapons are going to be rolled randomly. Okay. So so there's, there's no guarantee there's actually going to be a decent weapon in there. But there is going to be a weapon available. Yeah. Whereas there is a risk, you go to a location and you go into a house and there are no weapons. Part of that is that fear when you're landing that you are not going to get a weapon. That's true, but then by the time you've you've harvested 500 of something, you probably would have just picked up a weapon anyway by yeah, that kind yeah, of time. Yeah, I, I so. guess so. But It's if you're looking for a specific thing, I guess, right? Yeah, but again, but because it's rolling randomly, it's like any kind of any any loot box or any or any kind of weapon. Drop, it's rolling basically. randomly. I thought you said that you could specifically say, "I want a rocket launcher." No, no, for three, three, three items will be in that vending machine. So you choose oh. between one between one of three. So it's essentially you're going to a loot box, but instead of just opening it, springing out randomly, yeah. you get to choose which of three you pick. Um, but you have to forego like 400, 500 material for it. I think I think that's a big enough payoff that it's actually not going to be overly used. So I, I don't think it's going to be that that big of a problem. Five hundred building materials is a lot of like monstrosities you can build. So so people people like the building aspect, and and I I, I think don't think they'll necessarily trade in that amount for a gun unless they're really desperate. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's yeah. I I don't know. I, I I really like the fact that they keep adding stuff because it seems like there's a constant update, which is really cool. There was one, but just before we came out, I I don't know what was in it, but well, I think it's, it's the um it's the um vending machines. Oh right, in which case it's terrible because I went in and played two games and lost miserably on both of them. So it's obviously uh, overpowered everyone. Ah, that's so. what it is. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, inter- interestingly, as well, just um uh, as an aside, uh, through my day job, uh, we are currently running a competition to name a new town square. Um, there's a big, huge, huge new shopping okay. centre. Um, and in this huge, huge new shopping centre, um. There's like a little market square kind of thing. And so there's this competition to name it. And so people are suggesting uh, names for it, Matt. Greasy Grove. Uh, no, so somebody's oh. so, so a kid, a, a kid has actually flush factory. Uh, <laughs> no, so so this end, the competition entry has been open for a while, and we had I think it's like a thirteen-year-old kid has entered this competition, suggested retail row. Amazing, yes. Okay. And, yep. and I and I was having this conversation because we we're just shortlisting, and a load of other people, like dignitaries, are going to actually choose the winner. Yeah. Um, but I was, I, I was, I was campaigning so hard. To get that Do in it. there, if, if, even if we don't get that into the shortlist, I'm writing a letter oh, that to that thirteen-year-old so cool. to say, "Look, unfortunately, you didn't make the shortlist, but I was campaigning really hard because I'm a massive <laughs> Fortnite fan as well." Oh, that would be. And fantastic. then he goes, "What's Fortnite, Granddad?" All no, right. no, he actually he actually specified on there <laughs> yeah. that it was because of Fortnite. And it was really embarrassing as well because I was talking about it, saying, "Oh, that great game's amazing." All of my colleagues, my respected colleagues, were saying, "Oh yeah, my kids play that." <laughs> I was like, "Oh no." Oh, that's so that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, moist mine or whatever. Uh, Moisty mine. <laughs> my sister was uh, talking about the fact, like, uh, my my niece plays a lot of Minecraft, and. Uh, she was sat there playing Minecraft and my sister was like, oh, 
none of the other kids are really into it. They're into that game where, where, where you kill each other and stuff. And I was like, Fortnite? And she went, yeah, yeah, all the kids are playing it. And I just I just kept quiet. I, I just couldn't admit to her that I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm massively addicted to it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Now, apart from the fact that all those people we're losing to routinely are about 12, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a worry. I mean, imagine, imagine if you got to see the different people you're playing against. What a weird world that would be. Yeah, I, I think a lot more of that comes from like when you when you watch Twitch or, or like YouTube or something and you see those people on the other end who are really good and you just go, okay, they are significantly younger than me. They, they've got the reflexes to, to beat me quite heavily on this. Yeah, that's got to be part. It's got to be part of it. Yeah, dexter, <laughs> dexterity and reflexes and stuff like that. It's, you know, they've, they've actually got an unfair biological advantage against us. So that's any true. victory that we get is actually against adversity. So yeah, fair play to us, I say. But but this is this is something I've been talking about for a while. Is I I would love there to be an over thirties gaming league, where effectively you can only play certain games in in a sort of league. Because uh, over in America they have an after hours gaming league, which is people who work and they they after work they all oh, okay. like so you'll you'll have people from Twitch or YouTube or like any any company can join this and you, they'll have Overwatch tournaments. They'll have all this sort of stuff. I would love an over thirties one where it's all console based as well. None of this PC master race nonsense. Yeah, yeah, I want yeah. it. Everyone's using a controller. Everyone's over 30, so no one really feels the need to cheat. You know, because there's, there's, <laughs> when you get to our age... Who are you really cheating? Yeah, yeah, indeed, <laughs> indeed. Um, but I would love something like that. And if, if I was either a, a man of leisure or I was someone who wasn't massively lazy, I would love to organise something like that, where it's like, yeah. you know, just, just to have over 30, because I think it'd just be so nice. But I don't know. Maybe yeah. there's a little niche there for Idiot Gamer. Idiot Gamer's over 30 is gaming. It would still be garbage, though. It would still be <laughs> Yeah, garbage. but I think I guess you wouldn't care as much. I suppose that's the point, isn't it? Well, and also, if we if we actually administered it, then we'd still be kings of everything, but wouldn't actually have to put our <laughs> gameplay abilities to any kind of test. I would play in it, but I'd be like, well, well, we're only participating. We can't win this, so you, you, and then we'd try really hard to win it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm just not putting any effort in no, because it, I know I'm not really allowed to win. It would be rude if we won. You, know, you can't beat people at, at your own over 30s gaming league but uh seriously one trope that i think might be uh sort of exclusively to the younger player is the constant bouncing ah uh, yeah yeah I mean, you, you struggled with that during your uh, a finish the other day yeah man that guy just would not stop it jumping ridiculous. around it was ridiculous i've actually seen i've actually seen some discussions about people suggesting how that should be should be kind of tempered like like for every immediate bounce that you do i.e bounce like as soon as you land you then only bounce about two-thirds as high and then yeah, it just gets smaller and smaller so you have to have like a half second or a one second gap between jumps but then there, there are lots of people countering that point by saying well that's actually what they enjoy in the game and and they're saying and if you're clever Get enough whenever well, no, they're saying if you're clever enough actually watching somebody bounce around it's really pretty easy to predict where they're going to land so you just point your your gun at where their head's going to be um yeah and yeah. so and so their argument is it is it's fun to do and it is easy to counter if you're not a three t- three thumbed incompetent <laughs> like me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's that's not limited to a. I believe the younger generation or that game in particular. That that's not it's like a lot of games. A, a, a lot of like people at work will refer to it. Oh, you you're playing Fortnite. That's one of those shooty jumpy games, and and they are known okay. as shooty jumpy games okay. now uh, because. 
it happens in Call of Duty, apparently. It, like, you see bits of it in Overwatch, you know, Genji, people like that. Like, a lot of the people who can ju- jump will jump around, like, just to try and get out of the way of, of like, any form of shots. But yeah, it, it might just be that we're not very good at it. I, I do think that's part of it. And actually, there is, there is, there is legitimately a, sk- legitimately yes, yes, a skill to it because those guys actually also have to be aiming whilst they're bouncing yeah. around, and that is quite yeah, difficult. that's true. I know, Scruff, how are you feeling about it? Because I know you've you've had some frustrating games recently. I, I've always, you know, that's, I think that's just any type of game like that I'm always going to kind of struggle with because it's just not my strong suit. So when, I, I, I have a hard time. I always feel like, you know, I can be aiming dead center on somebody and still for whatever reason, the bullet just seems to go right past them and then they start <laughs> jumping and that just makes it worse and I can't hit anything. So I usually it, 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 go for a sort of reverse fun. horseshoe shape above the guy's head. Yeah. So from, from his like right foot up over the top of the head, back down the other side. But that, that's not... Matt, just to put you at ease, that that's not limited to you. It is a well-known fact. The bloom in for the weapons in Fortnite is well known for just like being all over the shop. Um, it's it's just yeah. yeah uh, that it might be that my aim's worse than yours in that you're aiming for the head and it's not hitting. I'm aiming for where I think the head is and it's nowhere near the head, so it's actually hitting it. But I mean, but then uh, there is there is also actually something in in uh, a lot of a lot of one of the, the the pro Fortnites are saying is if you're if you're getting into a fight with somebody, is kneel down, and that massively increases the accuracy of your oh, really? of your weapon, so it decreases the bloom of the of, of the shots. Um, so if somebody's bouncing around around against you, get down on your knees and and then and then shoot because your actual weapons will be more accurate apparently. Yeah. Apparently so. That's but good knowledge. I've done that, and then, then it means you just end up having to point up into the air to try and shoot the bouncy <laughs> bastard. So. But I would I would point out as well that, that Fortnite is another one of those games where you don't have to be kill that many people to win it. I have I have true. won games in Fortnite where I've killed one person and that was the last person stone. I, I won a game the other day where I didn't kill the last two people who were in there, in there with me. And you've all seen the video of that. Um, <laughs> it was a piece of piece of genius. I, I, I basically hid in a little shed that I built myself while the other two people killed each other. It was a fantastic. So, nice. uh, so I do like games where you don't actually have to be good at them to win. That's lovely. To, to witness all of our amazingness, just head to uh, our YouTube channel, oh. Idiot Gamer. Yeah. Just search for Idiot Gamer and you'll find us. Sorry, Scruff. My best Fortnite games are the ones where I hide a lot, yeah. and I am a pro hider and proud of it. <laughs> a lot of our games seem to involve me, Sai, and Andy getting into a fight that we shouldn't get into, dying, and then as we all come to Matt, he's just legging it over a hill, <laughs> and then Matt will then survive. As soon as the third one is down, yeah. Bye. <laughs> and then and then Matt will, will somehow get a top four finish by 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 just being Sam, very good at hiding. Top twenty. <laughs> pro hiding that's what that is pro hiding or we just end up in a laughing fit like we were the other yeah, day yeah indeed I think that was one of the funniest things that's happened to me certainly playing video games for a very long time I don't know if if, you, if Fortnite can be held responsible for that to be honest but it's just like I don't think the thing I think with our group is that we don't really need any specific type of game it's just an excuse yeah to go online and talk nonsense to each other. That said, if 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 we're playing a bad game, none of us are enjoying it. That actually changes the mood of the group at times. That's and, true. And, and so yeah. it, it does have to have something about it. Yeah, that is true. Are we gonna Are we gonna play Division Two when it comes out? When's it out? It's out the end of this year. 
I think Christmas this year. I love the way you're looking at me. As, as I'm, if, I'm looking I, at you as if you knew. You literally told me it was coming out, and I've I heard of nothing else. So, um, I mean, I'll jump in. I, I think we should play it out of yeah. uh, out of some kind of uh, yeah, indeed. Historical. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I don't know. Nostalgia. That's the word I'm looking for. One of the things I'm. <laughs> one of the things that I'm a little bit worried about, though, is 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 a. Because uh, we are on time hop, it's looking at my social yeah. media posts from, and now we're looking at a, a year ago now that that was yeah. out. No, two years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago now. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that we've now got to the point where we have just started to get bored of the game. Two two years ago, if that makes sense. Okay. And that was Crikey. after what we what we're saying is several weeks of play and it it reminded me that one of the problems we had with that game is that if you weren't on there and mercilessly leveling up and leveling up and leveling up you got left behind massively well the dark zone became brutal didn't it yeah you also need a team of four who are constantly on it at the same time otherwise you will get left behind yeah. Yeah, and that, I mean, but, but, but it, it helped though because if you somebody was somebody came on and they were they were a few few levels lower than everybody else, then we would go back and do some levels to help with get them leveled up and stuff like that. But it, it but it did it did distort the enjoyment of the game if you had somebody who was like say ten levels below everybody else. Because, Absolutely. Because they they weren't able then to compete at, at the level you were playing at, yeah. and you were having to go back to to get to, to to levels which ended up being a bit of a grind just to help them out. So they. they some problems with that game hopefully they're the kind of thing they're going to iron out in the in the sequel i think it'll be worth a go why not you know why, why not? not unless unless the reviews are awful true in which case we should probably bail on it but yeah true because we we thought that wildlands was going to be the next one of those type oh um, and you're the only one who played that well we played the beta and didn't enjoy it but it you, was absolute garbage i can't even remember why it was bad oh it was just incredibly boring okay because i i even had three mates that were playing it and i was like this will be a good opportunity to get together but it was just shit i mean it was just shit there was no real like two ways about it and it had it had so many bugs the only thing that made it funny was the bugs and you know that's a sign of a bad game yeah that's the, case. the idea of that game though correct me wrong the idea of that is is it is you're you're doing essentially kind of like i don't know like like infiltration missions and stuff like that where you had to work cooperatively as a team did you do well no but they, exactly and that's that's kind of that's what they were selling yeah. on wasn't no, it? No, and no, there was no, none no. of they just just ran in just shot your guns around didn't you it was a totally bo- it was basically far cry yeah. With, with four player co op, but like with no, with no uh, self of no sense of of uh, self awareness. Like it was very very serious. You know, it it yeah, just yeah. took itself so seriously. Uh, I remember me and you playing bad. it, and and we went into this part. It was some sort of prison or something, and and any mistake and you would suddenly be chased by helicopters for about an hour and a half. Oh, God, yeah. And we were just hiding in a forest for an hour and a half while these helicopters were up. <laughs> yeah. and, and actually, the worrying thing is, that was the most fun thing we had <laughs> yeah. in Wildlands. So, um, no, I, play, I played it for two or three weeks with, with, with some friends, and after a while, I was just like, this is no, it's not fun. You're literally just churning through the missions to churn through them. It's only made funny by being with your mates and there are more, yeah. that, you know, you could just play Fortnite now for free and get a better experience. So I think that game did die a, did die a death. But I think the dual, the two player Far Cry thing, just because Far Cry has a bit of comedy to it, could be fun. And there's like uh, racing, like built in racing your mini games and stuff like that. So 
seems all right. I'm all for that. Um, if you're prepared to wait like six months for it to come down to about thirty quid. Well, I did. I did inexplicably buy the disc, so I will just keep it. So good stuff. Go. So yeah. So uh, on uh, anything else on Fortnite? Um, no, I'm just. I'm just still massively, massively enjoying it. I just. I. It's. It's. It's an excellent game. They're doing a really good job with the. Um, you know, with with keeping it interesting, bringing new new um, stuff out. I did see some criticism from people saying, you know, stop iron out the bugs before you before you keep bringing in new new stuff. But you know, it's a free game. Um, they need to keep it keep it interesting for the people who've been playing it for ages. So that's you know, otherwise they'll stop making money. Apart from the server issues, I don't really see many bugs. Right? I think that's what people are complaining about. I think right. I think they want they want the server stability, which I understand because although. Yes, we haven't really paid money apart from like for cosmetics. We we have basically invested in that they are creating a game that people should be able to play. So let people play it. Um, they yeah, just they did have having having defended them a little bit a couple of weeks ago when we first started talking about this on 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 the pod. Um, they there have been more server issues, and in fact, there was one this evening as I was just about to leave the house. Oh really? Uh, so it seems to be linked to when they do updates, and because they're doing like two or three updates a week, they're losing servers. Sort your servers out. Have different servers for your updates and your gameplay. Or, or just, I don't know how servers work, but make it happen. <laughs> Stop it breaking. <laughs> well, quite. So, uh, Scruff, anything else on Fortnite before we move on? No, I'm good. Nice. Well, that'll keep us busy for a while. That's probably all we'll be playing for the next few weeks anyway. We should probably start playing some other stuff well, we'll to scruff, spice up the pod. Yeah, well, scruff, scruff and I are going to be talking about a way out, oh, so perfect. we'll, we'll have that good. for the next pod. And I'm clearly going to be sent my Magic the Gathering Arena um, beta code oh, at some yeah, point. So, nice. so that will be that will be me talking. Well, you won't see me actually. I won't be here for the podcast because I'll be at home playing Magic the Gathering okay. Arena. But you can just sit in the corner and play it if you want. Yeah. Uh, it's on PC, so bring so. your bring your computer. Can I use your PC for it? So uh, no. Right. Uh, so. Uh, I want every week uh, to do a little top five, and then over a series of weeks, we can pull together the ultimate the IG top fives list. So last week, we just did a very basic one to get started. We did the top five guns in Fortnite, which I think worked out quite nicely. Now this week, as you might have guessed from the uh, quiz, we're going to do top five driving games. Now, Andy already looks very pleased with himself. Matt looks... Not happy at all. Uh, driving, driving games. What's wrong with driving games? They are the worst. Like driving in itself isn't fun. Uh, I, I I disagree with no, that. Like, for a start, yeah. right? So driving, dr- like driving, like any form of racing, <laughs> racing, racing in in general is boring. So, like, racing is boring. Formula One. Well, well yeah, that's boring. Like horse racing. Yeah. Like Tour de France. Right. Okay, you are picking all of the You're boring. boring, boring. boring. Right. Like, okay, like the one hundred meters final but in the Olympics is exactly. not boring. Effectively, racing is pay to win. Like that. That's what it is. So, form- what, the one hundred meters form- Formula One <laughs> is who's got the best car. Like horse racing is who's got the best horse. The best horse. Who Tour de France is who's got the best drugs. The one, Come the, on, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> the one hundred meters is who's got the best legs. Damn yeah. it. Well, well, well. <laughs> Yes, quite. <laughs> yeah. But it's so oh god, it's so dull. And and like, have go, you never enjoyed a, a driving game? Yes, yes, I have. One, 
Okay, go on. Hit us, hit us with the one. Mario Kart. So Mario Kart Mario is an Kart amazing is one. Good. Uh, apart, Damn it, you stole mine. Well, we, <laughs> we're sharing it, Matt. It's fine. It's fine. They're, but everything else about racing is... Like, the racing missions on Grand Theft Auto are the worst part of it. Yes, well, but apart from the follow missions. You're, you're picking all the ones that are bad. I'm picking all the racing things. <laughs> That's what's wrong. Like, the, I went down a bit of a rabbit hole earlier around this. Because I started thinking about racing. I started thinking about like horse racing, like okay. Formula One, all this sort of stuff. And I got to the point where I was looking at that, like, was it National Geographic or Discovery Channel or something that did Michael Phelps versus a shark? So, <laughs> so effectively, right, what they did was... <laughs> they... They did this like program where it was like who would win in a race between Michael Phelps and a shark, and they're going, oh, well, a shark could go like I, I got the stats here, right? Go so, on, go on. Michael, Michael Phelps at the time was was swimming at five point five miles per hour. Can I before you carry on? Can I just ask a quick question? Yes. Are Michael Phelps and the shark both like next to each other in a swimming pool there is controversy which I will get to okay so sorry uh, which will actually link into the fact that you're asking me why I'm talking about Michael Phelps in a, yes. in a computer game but but um Michael Phelps 5.5 miles per hour a hammerhead shark can go 15 miles per hour well that's a good contest a great white shark can go 26 miles per hour Jesus so they, what they did was apparently a great white shark yeah can go 26 miles an hour maybe I, that is I, fucking I, terrifying yeah. <laughs> it can't come on get out of the water get out of so the water their idea was like can we modify him to make him swim far? you cannot modify him to go from 5.5 miles per hour to 26 miles per hour modify so, him like what does in, that mean they put him in a suit with a fin on it I think oh, so okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> he probably got shot by an Australian coast guard or something but um, but the most frustrating thing about that is like the shark will always win like you you could put him in a speedboat and he might win but that's about it so did, I, I, did he ever actually race a right, shark no so what happened was they, they effectively it was Michael Phelps figuring out how fast sharks could swim right. them getting him to swim while he was in a suit and they superimposed a shark swimming oh, next to him oh come on so, so not only is that racing that is not that's racing and the shark still beats him and they, they superimposed the shark it was like that's why racing is boring Michael Phelps can't beat a, a like shark where they've superimposed <laughs> it I'm, I'm sorry but this sounds absolutely amazing <laughs> I want to I want to track this program down right now uh, and I want I want to play the video game Michael Phelps versus shark <laughs> That is, it, that is becoming a thing. You have sold that. You have, you have, you have pitched an amazing game concept. Like, it would be like Daily Thompson's Challenge where you just have to wrap all the toys. <laughs> Apparently the best thing was that they, they tried to make it sound like like the, the TV programme had been a success because they managed to get him up from 5.5 miles per hour to 6 miles per hour. Ooh. And so he beat a reef shark. It's like Jesus, honestly. Wow. He wasn't getting anywhere. <laughs> no, I don't know. What he wasn't about. getting anywhere near Hammerhead. He wasn't getting anywhere near a Great White Shark. This is why racing games are bad. Effectively, if you pay the money for the better equipment, you are going to win. But that's not how it works in video games, though, because you 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 lose that kind of. Right, okay, in video games, how it works, and this is one of my main problems with <laughs> Mario Kart, is that um, as soon as they introduce the blue shell, it suddenly got a bit more bullshit. Because effectively, it's always had a catch up mechanic. 
where people behind go slightly faster than the people in front. I get that. That's fine. But the people in front, if they're still skillful, they are going to win. As soon as you've got a blue shell, it's like, oh, we're going to have this blue shell, which just zooms up to you. There is no way of you avoiding it, and it's just going to knock you on your ass, which is quite funny, but that's why the SNES version, Super Super Mario Kart, was way better than any of the other ones. I concur with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> well... There we go. So sorry. After all that, what was your what uh, you, mine what were you was putting mine, in? mine was Michael Phelps versus Great White Shark. Yeah, Phelps, <laughs> Phelps versus technically a computer game because it was all computer generated apart from Michael Phelps. Okay, that's it. What what format was that? Was that like PlayStation uh, Discovery Channel? <laughs> Discovery <laughs> Channel. <laughs> oh dear. So Scruff, you you were you were Mario Kart as well. Yeah, do you actually want to talk about Mario Kart considering I spent my whole time talking oh, about no. Michael Phelps? Yeah, but, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't play a whole lot of racing games. I'm one of those people who, particularly like if I'm playing like a platformer or some like open world game, if there's any type of significant focus on racing, I tend to just lose all interest in it. It's why I've never, you know, gotten into the huge, hugely into the Grand Theft Auto games because there's a lot of racing because, you know, Grand Theft Auto, you're stealing cars. That's kind of what you're supposed to do is run in your car. So anyway, uh, so I don't tend to play a whole heck of a lot of racing games. Like the last time I actually played a racing game and enjoyed it, I think I was like 13, 14 years old. So my votes for RC Pro-Am from Nintendo era. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, and that's actually a really good shout as well. Awesome. You've you've ruined Sai's next, next quiz next week yeah. because I have never heard of that either. <laughs> No, that's a really good shout, and I'm a bit ashamed that I don't have that on my list. Right, Eddie, let's let's fight it out for the last three spots. Then. Right, well, I've got I've got ten on my list. Well, I know what number one is, so don't Great. worry about it. Um, you you've, you've already decided what the IG number one is. Okay, Definitely. Um, all right. Well, um, I've got Mario Kart on here, um, and the original Mario Kart is is absolutely incredible. The and original original Mario Kart. The, the SNES Super, version, the, SNES. the Super Nintendo version of Mario Kart, um, for the reasons Matt has, is, is explained. Um, uh, as I also, just, just as, as, a, as, a, as an honourable mention in the karting thing, and I got ridiculed for this when we were talking about our best, con- our best consoles podcast, um, Crash Team Racing is the best... Um, Not Mario Kart. Mario it's, well, Kart. it's the best kart racing game that isn't the SNES version of Mario Kart. <laughs> yeah. It is it is legitimately, legitimately brilliant. Um, and it did like the big kind of full 3D kind of thing yeah, much yeah, better yeah. Than, than, than any any of the other ones. Um, so that's Ace. Um, I'm gonna chuck, there's I'm gonna... also, while we're talking about karting, I'll just say there is definitely worth a shout out for Mario Kart 8 on the, uh, on the Switch. It's really, really good. Okay, but my annoyance with that... Yeah. A, it's still got the blue shells in, which I think are still garbage. Okay. Um, it's got the same problem that Andy was talking about with like 3D, where effectively it, you're not driving on that track on 3D. Effectively, it's just like a like cutscene almost where everyone catches up. Um, but also, for some reason, the Switch automatically has auto steering and auto brake enabled. Maybe that's why I'm so good. Yeah, and <laughs> I thought I was amazing at it for weeks, and 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 suddenly I, I started like. I, I, I wasn't paying attention. I got a text or something. And then I looked up and I was still on the road and it was veering like away from the edge. And, and I read about it and I turned off that. And it took me about two weeks to actually get good at it. But don't have that as a standard or at least like hey, flag up at the start. You know I love so, an easy game. So that's just a bonus. Well, indeed. But, but come on, like seriously, have that as a like option on the karting screen or something in big letters, just saying this yeah, is enabled or something. Yeah, and it was point. really difficult to find where to turn that off as well. I had to look on like, it, it wasn't like, yeah. So it felt like it was aimed more at the, the, 
the casual side. Yes. Not like I'm a pro Mario Kart, but <laughs> it's like, uh, but I still dislike the blue shell immensely because I, I think there should be a way to dodge it. Uh, you, or you should have an option and the options just to remove it from the game. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What you got for us, Eddie? What um, okay, I'm gonna, uh, I've got a lot on my list. Uh, one thing I'm just going to quickly chuck in there, and, and this is one of my favourite games of all time, is uh, Micro Machines 2 Turbo Tournament on the Mega Drive. That is an astonishing game. And I know I'm recapping what we talked about on the best consoles podcast, but Codemasters, when they brought that game out, it had the J-Cart, which was the cartridge with two... Um, controller slots on it um you got a set of invitations so you could invite your mates around for a turbo tournament um i didn't have enough friends to do that um uh, i i asked neil to come around but he didn't want to um and and uh but but it was it was a spectacularly playable game it was really really good fun they had this option if you wanted to if you only had two controllers where people could share a controller which has been stolen by the switch yeah um but but that was only an option um but it was honestly honestly a staggeringly good game loved it nice nice i've got some more but do you want to stick some in so it's just not just me talking well i i've got one but i want it okay I, all right okay I'm gonna, i want it i want it to win so i'm gonna mention it last okay i'm gonna, I'm but gonna you may mention it if you mention it i didn't realize there was a competition are we all voting at the end of this no i just pick no it. no we should have a vote no i just pick no I, this should be a democracy <laughs> right i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna quickly i'm gonna quickly charge through a couple of these yeah, then um uh the the colin mccray series okay colin mccray Good. 2 and colin mccray dirt Good. both absolutely outstanding the yeah the codemasters ones are absolutely amazing incredibly playable really 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 super good fun quite serious but but entertaining as well not too kind of po-faced um uh going really 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 back to a long time in the past hard driving now i can't remember if that game was actually any good or not but when i was a kid i was always desperate to play hard driving because you got to go on the loop the loop thing but i was always too shit at the game to ever actually make it that far do you remember the original test drive on the PC, that had a similar thing. I had, you had to build the track and then race the track. I had Test Drive 2 on the Atari ST. Oh, cool. and God, that was amazing. Yeah. Oh, although, I, I, I would say that didn't feel like a racing game to me because you had to change gear. Yeah. Like, I, oh, I, it, was, it was rock uh, hard. Like any, any racing game where you have to change gear, they're like, no, no, just, just do one, honestly. Yeah, I, I always choose the automatic vehicle, yeah. I'll be honest. Ch- changing um, gear is, is like hard stick work. Shift? No. Is that a game or, or, or just, just just for everybody on the pod and listening, just go if you've got a PC, you don't need a powerful PC, any PC will play it. Just find it on the internet. It's not on Steam, it's on a fella's website. But download a game called Stick Shift. It's Is excellent. this a phishing scam, sorry? Uh, <laughs> it's far worse than okay. that. Okay. Okay, I'll check. It's not going in the top list, but you must play it. We'll talk about it next week. Okay, other other, other really good games, very quickly. Um, Driver Two. Now, Driver yes. was like a bit of a precursor to the three D um, Grand Theft Auto uh, games. Made by Reflections Interactive, the makers of Destruction Derby. Is that right? Oh, there you go. Um, so Driver Driver was excellent. We played a lot of that when we were on the, uh, at university. It's one of those games where we just kind of, somebody would play a level, then somebody else would have another go at it and stuff. That was really, really, really entertaining. Um, I have also got Lotus Esprit Turbo Challenge. That was, uh, that was a, it was an Amiga and an ST game, and that game was absolutely stupendous. Uh, Checkered Flag on the Spectrum was, Ooh, yeah. was like, was... I it, do remember that. It was absolutely, I mean, I was watching actually a YouTube clip clip of it. It, it it still looks good today nice. sort of um and um 
I'm going to cut to the chase now. Um, so, oh yeah, Gran Turismo 2. Now, I find the Gran Turismo games a little bit po-faced and a little bit serious. 100% agree. I, I would go further and say they are dull as dishwater. So. Very boring. Yeah. One, of my, one of my mates, oh, Jono, in fact, when he was addicted to, I think it was GT, GT3, had to complete like a 50-lap race, he created a kind of sellotape Frankenstein's monster on his controller that positioned all of the sticks in exactly the right place that he could just set the game running and leave the controller on the table <laughs> to finish the race for him. The problem that That's I Gran have Turismo. with the Gran Turismo games is it's just like, it's for all those people who think they know more about cars than you. Let me let me inform you, everyone knows more about cars than I do. Um, <laughs> like, you get those people who go, oh, oh, but you can, you can, you can, get a Volkswagen Beetle to go around the Nürburgring. It's like, I don't care. I don't want to go around one in an actual physical Volkswagen Beetle. I don't care about that. I don't think you're target. You're the target demographic. Very much not. Um, I, what I liked about Gran Turismo 2 is it was one of the first genuinely, legitimately playable, serious um, car games that I'd ever played. And a bunch of us played it, again, kind of like couch cart kind of stuff. Yeah, I did play it a lot. It had a good, it had good value for couch cart because your mates could like comment on you while you were doing the races and you could hand the controller over yeah. and have a go and stuff. Yeah, it was all right. Um, it was really good fun. Um, and my, my final one is, uh, and it's a bit of a classic, and I think it was a turning point for console gaming. I'm not going to put that on there because making a noise. Um, uh, Ridge Racer on the original PlayStation. Oh, yeah. Ridge Racer on the original PlayStation um, was absolutely superb. And one of the most exciting times of my life was on my 15th birthday, and I was up at Blackpool because um, we went up there to go on the, on the big the big one, the Jeez. big roller coaster. And we went into the arcades, and they had a game of Ridge Racer Full Scale. Ridge Racer Full Scale is a gigantic kind of like 20-foot oh, screen, yeah. uh, wraparound screen with a <laughs> Mazda MX-5 in front of it, locked to the floor, and you actually got in and sat inside this master and played cool. on this enormous screen uh brilliant game speaking of arcade games yeah i remember doing a driving game because i always found the driving games more fun when you had a steering wheel and like you know the pedals and stuff mm-hmm. sure but do you remember daytona the, yes. the arcade yeah one? daytona usa yeah. <laughs> yeah all you did was go around in a circle I felt ripped off most of the time when I would play that. <laughs> just turning left. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, effectively, like, they might as well have not let the wheel turn the other way. But... <laughs> it's like any NASCAR game. Surely that yeah, would yeah. be exactly like that. Well, exactly. Like, what's the point? Like, that is another thing. Like, racing, NASCAR. What is going on? All right, like, all honestly, right we just get it. We circles. get it. But there are, there are good, there are good <laughs> races and bad races. You've just talked about all of the bad ones. Okay. So, the good ones you... are... All right. No, no, we need we need at least we need to level this up with at least one good race. Well, I gave you one. The one hundred meters is absolutely superb. Okay, fair enough. The eight hundred meters. I'm now just going to me- yeah, mention lots of distances. Yeah, basically all of the athletics and the Kirin, that weird indoor. Oh, well, in fact, Kirin, all the indoor yeah. cycling is, is yeah. Very, the the very team pursuit is in particular. I will, yeah, yeah, I yeah. will give you that, but there, are, I I don't think I want to play a computer game of of Kirin. You, unless you get to be that weird little fella on the little bicycle. Yeah, yeah. The, with like the, the, with the, the upright bike. The, the pace bike, yeah. He's yeah. amazing. Right. And to end the top five, you've all missed it. You've all got it horribly wrong. The the, the best driving game of all time is clearly Burnout 3. Oh, actually. Yes. You yeah, see, yeah, it's okay, a crossover okay. hit, Matt. It's uh, a crossover Well, I, I was worried that you were going to go down the whatever that nonsense is on the Xbox. No. Look, racing fans and just fans of all-round fun loved burnout three it's it, so good in fairness that's not really a racing game though that's just a can you do the most stunts you possibly yeah. can yeah that, that no I'll, I'll i'll give you that one 
got to be Burnout what? 3. No, oh, I played it. I what? No, I've never played it. Oh, you're a lucky man, Andy. <laughs> Go and buy yourself a PlayStation 2 <laughs> right. and get Burnout Andy, 3. Burnout 3. Imagine a racing game, but fun. That, oh, that's it's what you've so got. Good. It's, it's really so good. So basically, you had a series of different race options, and uh, you could, during the race, you could knock other other cars off the track by bumping them or hitting them in different ways. But the way, I think there was a mode called Road Rage, right? And that mode would sort of run forever, pretty much, until your car exploded. And your <laughs> aim was actually to knock off as many of your opponents as possible. But the way it worked is that as you sped up and you nudged past players, you would gain boost that allowed you to go faster. And you could take out the other guys in lots of different ways. You could clip the back of them and they would spin <coughs> and go off in one direction. Or you would clip the front and they would spin around. You could jam them up against the wall. And each different takeout had its own like signature name. And you would go into like a slow-mo cutscene when you took the guys out. So you would clip a guy, it would go into the slow-mo cutscene, you'd see his car like roll off into the distance and you'd gain extra boost. It was so satisfying. Brilliant. I'll give it a go. Uh, I forgot Wipeout. Yeah, that would count, I suppose. Although I never really knew what the hell was going on when I played yeah. Wipeout. Yeah, I played a lot of that with sick form. Used to go home, free periods, go around to my mate's house, play Wipeout. Used to play virtual Wipeout, where like the person was playing it and everybody else would charge him to the left and to the right as he's going around the corners. That's <laughs> uh, quite good fun. Yeah, so there we go. We've got five in the list. I'm going to keep those five. Okay. I'm going to keep those five. We've got Phelps versus Shark. <laughs> uh, we've got RC Pro-Am. We've got Mario Kart on the snares. We've got Micro Machine 64 and Burnout 3. Happy. I'm happy with that. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Love it. Sure. I'll roll with it. <laughs> yeah. Me and Matt are just like non-committal. Uh, well, now we've reached the end of the Matt, show, but we've got one. We do a quiz. Sorry? Next time we do a quiz, I think you should. You and I should like have a, a quiz on who knows less about cars. Oh, yeah, do it. <laughs> just go, what, what, what's this part? And we'll go a food angle. And then we're like, right, yeah, nice. <laughs> I do, I, the only thing I know about cars is that there's one bit that's called the big end. Oh, if your big end's gone, I know that's yeah, expensive. that's bad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You don't really bad. lose your big end. Yeah, yeah. Right, well, we've reached the end of the show, but we are going to talk a little bit about Overwatch, so it's time for us all to return to Dorado. So, Scruff, you wanted to talk about Brigitte. Go for it. I just want... No, I just wanted to see what everybody's feeling about it. I, so far, I think, you know, as far as a introduction to us as a support character, a frontline support character, I'm, I've enjoyed her so far. I feel like she's got great mobility. I like her, uh, her, her, her power kit. I think, you know, that's a lot of fun to play with her so far. It's just haven't had a whole lot of chances. Just seems like she's always kind of a still an early pick for people when match. I, I haven't actually played with her apart from one or two games with Andy where it was like six Brigitas against six Brigitas because um, I've been playing mainly uh, competitive, which she isn't in yet. But we did play a quick play where Andy was um, Brigitta and he seemed to be carrying the team through the map quite well. So it was I, I was quite impressed with with her role as a support character. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think I think she's she's 
she's that 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 kind of winning combination for an Overwatch character, which is uh, she's easy to she's easy to pick up and play to a fairly competent level, right? And you you don't feel like you're suddenly miles behind everybody. Um, but she's she's complex enough, um, and her her abilities are, are varied enough, and there's mo- enough to her that she I think is actually going to be difficult to master. So easy to pick up, very difficult to master, which I think is the absolute winning combination for an Overwatch character. But did we have uh, some discussion that, that we thought she was generally a bit kind of a little bit of everybody and not that did, lacked her own identity a little bit? I still think there's an element of that in that. The more that I see it, because she's—I only noticed that she's got a shield bash, which like sort of is is like McCree can do that sort of uh, you know sort of stun as well. So I think there is that element where they are they are saying we've we've got enough things that people can do. Let's mix them up and have almost these hybrids. I just feel the roster's getting a little bit a little bit heavy. I don't. Do we need all these? No, I I reckon they should just can a few of them. You know, like Torbjorn Tracer. Hey, come on now. Get rid of Farrah. 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 We we would all vote for Farrah to go. Oh, I'd love to get rid of Farrah. Get rid of Farrah. Get rid of Genji. Get rid of McCree because he's a stupid cowboy. (laughs) Jetpack cat. Jetpack cat. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I sort of, I do agree. um, But... um, you know they they are still they're still keeping the game alive, aren't they? And if they're doing that by just sticking in some some characters that are that are hybrid characters, if you like, then that's fine by me. If those characters are still fun to play, and but the, all of the reports from 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 everywhere I'm reading is that people are really enjoying her and actually think she's adding enough to the game. Well, we need to drop back in and get some of those combo placement matches done because we've been so far behind. I've got I've got two left, so I'm I'm probably going to knock those off this week. So. Yeah, because well, I want to get those done. So I'll be interested to see how Brigitte plays on on compo. Well, she's not in, in it yet, but, um, yeah. but I guess she will be she, within the next few weeks. It'll so. probably be new season. They don't tend to introduce characters. Oh, really? Through, but, okay. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. I've just made yeah, that no, I know. <laughs> you said it with such confidence. You should have stuck with it. No, I think they 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 they, they actually announced they they did, they said that they said they're not going to bring her in midway through the. Um, it would be uh, very odd season. if they go like because imagine she changes it and then suddenly people who were gold are no longer gold because Brookie is now in it. Okay, There'd be yeah, dramas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But their seasons are much shorter these days, though, aren't they? So it yeah, shouldn't yeah. be too long. Well, guys, we're going to have we're way over our lot of time, so we're going to have to draw it to a draw it to a close. So I'm going to uh, I'm just going to finish off with a nice little bit of uh nice little bit of this and i'm gonna ask scruff to uh say goodbye or not we'll say goodbye matt goodbye oh there you are i knew you were there somewhere i'll say goodbye goodbye now (laughs) (laughs) outro music or something it's it's a very powerful song isn't it it is a powerful song that's why i like to finish on this um, I'm going to say goodbye as well. Oh, say, say goodbye, Andy. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Me too. Bye. <laughs> right. Bye!